Hello, friends. My name is Trish Dietz, and as we begin a new series in our Bible studies entitled Timeless Truths, I have the privilege to share from Lesson 1, entitled The Real God. Prior to seeing the final written lesson in the booklet, I had the working title of this lesson as being Who is God? Wow, (laughs) overwhelming wonderment for me on how to approach communicating to you in a brief time who God is. Well, it was about Christmas time as I privately was contemplating the title to this podcast, and we were hanging out with our kids when our young granddaughter was asked by her mommy, Millie, tell Grammy and Papa who God is. As this little girl who had just turned three danced around in her princess dress, she declared with much animation and proud confidence, He is the creator of everyone and everything. Oh, my heart melted. We are personally so loved and cared by our good Father, who delights to reveal himself to his children no matter our age. My heart was overflowed with gratitude that our grandchildren are learning from their parents, their family, their friends, and their church about God. They're growing up knowing Jesus personally and looking to the Bible for directing them and their families. The sweetness and faithfulness of God in that moment also settled my heart. He alone knew I was a bit overwhelmed from my perspective in how to even begin to pen and ultimately record this podcast. He once again reminded me, He provides and He does the work He calls us to. Ephesians 2.10 says, For we are His workmanship, created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand, that we should just walk in them. You know, the works aren't done in our strength, but by God's grace as we trust, obey, and follow Him. He speaks to and meets every need in such amazing ways as we walk with Him, oftentimes using the simplest of means, in this case, out of the mouths of babes, our granddaughter. At just three years old, Millie was boasting to herself and anyone within earshot who she already knows God to be. She sets the example to me and for all of God's children of all ages, the thrill of knowing God and making Him known and declaring in bold confidence right where we are in life. You know, what Millie shared isn't anyone's opinion. It's truth from the first verse in the Bible, Genesis 1-1. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. Well, I've entitled this podcast from Lesson 1, Someone to Boast About. Taken from this week's memory verse from our lesson, Jeremiah 9-24, Let him who boasts, boast in this, that he understands and knows me, that I am the Lord who practices steadfast love, justice, and righteousness in the earth. For in these things I delight, declares the Lord. 
In context, this is Jeremiah's warning to a world that rejects God. He's pleading for Israel to wake up, to shake them up, for judgment is coming. God is speaking through Jeremiah to a people who are pursuing their own passions in wrong ways to satisfy them. They were rejecting God. Well, wouldn't you agree? We live in a Christ-rejecting world. These ancient words serve today as a warning for us, as well as encouragement and hope. God is speaking to us, His church, through His Word. To wake up, stop pursuing our passions in wrong ways, to temporarily satisfy us. We can't boast in our riches, positions, possessions, mites, or abilities. These could be here today and gone tomorrow. Don't boast on things resting on a foundation of sinking sand. Our security can never be in them. Seek the Lord above all. Know Him. Boast in Him. Build our lives. Stand on. Pursue in every way the Lord, the solid rock, our firm foundation, all the way into eternity. To individuals and a nation that's lost its way, that elevates itself above all else, God wants to speak to those who will listen. He says, Know me, boast in me, shine for me. Glory in what I've done and what I'm doing and what I will do. Celebrate who I am. How? How do we boast in God? Well, we must know God. Know who he reveals himself to be throughout the entirety of Scripture. We must know his Son, Jesus Christ, as Lord and Savior and then be filled with and dependent on the Holy Spirit for wisdom and understanding. It starts with the Word of God. Jeff and I have walked with Jesus since 1990, the last 23 years of our 40 years of marriage. Thankfully, immediately, we look to the Scriptures and the solid Bible teaching for a roadmap on our journey. We began by reading the daily one-year Bible to grow in our new walks. Each morning, to this day, we each read, and then we talk about what we read. Sometimes it's just a brief mention of how a promise in Scripture blessed or encouraged us, definitely taking in God's wisdom in how to think or respond in a situation. There are sweet times of reflection after reading on the heart of God and his word to us that day and much-needed conviction from the word because God loves us and he wants the best for us. We need to keep growing in our knowledge of who God is and his plan for us. You know, it's not about reading about God. It truly is a desire to grow in our knowledge and our understanding of who he is and all he speaks to us. God's word is alive and it's sent for a purpose to speak to and meet us right where we are. It's vital to take in the whole counsel of God, the Old Testament, New Testament, Psalms, and Proverbs. It's here we grow to know accurately the God of the Bible the real God. 
From our lesson this week, the icebreaker asked us to consider how God is portrayed today. Well, suffice it to say, from the world's definitions, there are unlimited, varied opinions and misconceptions about God's with a little g. God is often ignored, mocked, blamed, marginalized, minimized, dismissed, blasphemed. That's not new in the culture of today, though, but it's certainly shamelessly vocalized now. You know, people will make up answers to who God is that fits their minds and agendas, oftentimes based on their own experiences or disappointments, or the perplexities from events of the world in which we live. Perhaps because of a sense of pride, some won't believe in someone they can't figure out. Faith is required that goes beyond explaining or our minds to understand God. God does reveal himself through the pages of Scripture, but he doesn't condescend to explaining why or how he works in certain ways. You know, that's what trips some people up. There's a place necessary to trust in his wisdom, goodness, character, and sovereignty without needing explanations. So the world will define him according to their limited understanding and even foolish conclusions. Let it not be said of us, the church, as his daughters, we need to have a biblically accurate understanding of who God is. We have the full counsel of God in the Holy Bible. With Jesus as our Lord and Savior and the presence of the Holy Spirit living in us, we can look to and trust God our Father in who we know him already to be and be motivated, stirred up actually, to daily discover more of him as we study and meditate on the Holy Word of God. Sometimes we can focus on the comforting love and promises we've highlighted to the neglect of his holiness and judgment of sin and rebellion. His character, his power, his might, his plan, we need to focus on everything of who he is from the Bible. The lesson from our study this week was divided into two main areas, the attributes of God and the characteristics of God. Firstly, God's attributes. These are qualities of him alone. No one but God is eternal. He is self-existent. He has no beginning and will have no end. No one but God is immutable. That means he cannot and will not change. He's always the same. No one but God is omniscient. He is all-knowing. No one but God is omnipresent. He's present everywhere at all times. No one but God is omnipotent. He alone has unlimited power, skill, strength, and ability. Secondly, our lesson focused on his characteristics. This is the inherent part of who he is, the permanent and inseparable parts of his character. These are characteristics that as his followers in Christ, we are able to and expected to model. 
Now, he alone is the perfect example of these things, but we have the help of the Holy Spirit in growing in and modeling these characteristics of God. So, what are these characteristics of God we are to model? Holiness. That means set apart from all that is evil, depraved, and pure. God is perfectly holy, and we are to be holy as he is holy. Righteous and just. God is always right in all his dealings with humanity. Well, we're to act with integrity in all our ways. God is loving. He is love, unconditionally so. We can look to 1 Corinthians 13 with what love really looks like. Merciful. God is full of compassion. We can and should be intentional to look for ways to show compassion and kindness. Faithful. God is perfectly faithful. He will always do as he promised. We're to be women who strive at being faithful, steady in our faithfulness. Well, God has revealed and wants and makes it possible for all to know him in our intellect and in practical application so we can walk in his ways. When we grow in our understanding of who God is, it will change the way we live. It will transform the way we think about the people and circumstances in our lives. Learning of and looking to the attributes and character of God, desiring to model those characters, and it will renew our hope when things look really bleak. He desires so much for us to trust in him and depend on him and bring him glory in and through our lives. He wants us to know him and grow in him. We need to ask ourselves, am I growing? Am I growing in wisdom and understanding of God? Or are there bits of compromise and levels of increasing doubt in the sovereignty and goodness of God? What do those around me see in my walk? What does my husband see? My children, my grandchildren, extended family, my church family, my small group, co-workers, neighbors, strangers, wherever we are. Do they see God working in me, in his son Jesus and the power of the Holy Spirit? Is there growth over the years and steady obedience in my walk? Am I trusting in and serving God humbly and faithfully? Am I a hearer and a doer of the word? Life and all the darkness can pull us down, and the enemy wants to pull us away from God. The battle is really intense over our thoughts and our actions. What will we do to walk in victory? Well, let's start by following the example of Jesus. Pray. Submit to the Father's will. You know, we may think of praying to God as, as mainly or solely even making our requests known, asking God, and that we should. But there's so much more to prayer. Let me share a way in which Jeff and I pray. 
We begin with the ABCs of praising God often when our hearts are overwhelmed. We just grow through the alphabet with one or more attributes with that letter, declaring to each other out loud in the presence of anyone um, who would hear who God is. For instance, A, God is almighty. He's able. He's aware of all the seen and unseen. B, he's beautiful, and he makes everything beautiful in his way and time. C, God is compassionate. His care is perfect and complete, and he conquered death in Jesus. D, he has delivered me from the power of darkness and death into his glorious life and light. E, he's eternal. F, he's faithful. You get it. Go through the alphabet. Maybe you wake up in the middle of the night and you can't sleep. Just start with praising God, declaring who he is, boasting in him. If you fall asleep on the letter L, start in when you wake up again, just praising God with that letter and going on. I hope you all look to the scripture references that accompany each week's lessons. We need to pray and study the Word of God. They go hand in hand. I love making a Word document of all the scriptures referenced in our studies to meditate and pray over. You know, it's the study of the living Word of God and prayer with faith and understanding and obedience by the work of the Holy Spirit that has the power to change our lives. And when our lives are changed by knowing God, the overflow, the response, will be amazing. It will be settling to our souls and a witness for all around. Worship, ladies. Bow before him in reverence, appreciation, and thankfulness. Learn more of God and then boast in him. We do indeed have someone to boast about. Boast in the Lord. God bless you, ladies.